Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. St. John Henry Newman, Apostle to the Doubtful, by Mariel Trevor and Leonie Caldicott. The later years continued. Reaction and Counter-Reaction The restoration of the Catholic hierarchy, with territorial dioceses instead of mission districts, caused the biggest anti-papal uproar since the Gordon Riots of 1780. Since the Gordon Riots of 1780, with hostile leaders in the Times, Cartoons and Punch, Cadaverous Newman appearing almost as often as rotund Wiseman, angry public meetings of respectable people up and down the country, mob attacks on convents, pelting of suspected priests with mud and stones, a fate which dogged Blessed Dominic Barbary, who is said to have turned the other cheek by picking up one of the stones and kissing it. Bonfires were lit, with effigies of the Pope and wise men burning on top. Disturbances continued into 1851, and in the summer Newman gave a series of lectures at the Birmingham Corn Exchange on the present position of Catholics in England, intended to calm no-popery passions, using his favorite weapon, satire. He showed up the absurdity of the anti-Catholic legends by inventing parodies, for instance, ignorant foreigners misinterpreting legal phrases such as the king can do no wrong, as meaning that the British believe their monarch impeccable and sinless. The lectures were printed separately and sold at the door. The book was published soon after. The audience laughed and went away enlightened. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guard. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Sometimes people wonder, how did Saint John Henry Newman fall so deeply in love with Saint Philip Neri and the Oratorian way of life? What attracted Newman to St. Philip? Well, one of the things that's often not realized is that Newman himself was quite a cheerful man. He later had to write an autobiography, and part of the autobiography gave the impression of a man who was extremely sensitive. And this sort of impression has dogged interpretations of Newman for a long time. But Newman had an incredible sense of humor. He was known to be very cheerful. And here, we, in this instance of his 
lectures on the present position of Catholics, we see him using satire to great effect, that people laughed and they went away enlightened. They laughed and they went away enlightened. In other words, Newman could use humor. Newman knew how to make people laugh because deep down Newman himself was a cheerful man. And cheerfulness or joy is the fruit of love. When we love God, we possess him already. Normally when we love something, we love it and we desire it because we don't yet have it. But Christian love brings with it a personal commitment to God, and not only a commitment, but a union with him. And that union with what we love brings joy. And so we pray that the Holy Spirit will fill us with a joy at possessing Christ Jesus, a joy at being in his church, and not only a joy, but a peace. Love, joy, peace. These are the first three fruits of the Holy Spirit. And just as love is the fruit, just as joy follows from love, possessing what we love, so peace follows from love. Because when we are one with God, and when we have a personal commitment to God by love, everything else gets put into its proper place. Love God and have as much fun as possible, St. John Bosco used to tell the boys. Love God and have as much fun as possible. In other words, seek first the kingdom of God, put him first, put his will first, and if you're always doing his will, then be cheerful, have fun, be boys. And when we are putting first things first, then there happens in our lives kind of ordering. And ordering takes place. And the tranquility of order is peace. Peace with God and peace with our neighbor. And because Newman was in love with God, he was a man of joy, but also a man of peace. Even in these crazy times in which he lived, when all around him, especially in 1850, 1851, 1852, these great disturbances, almost having to be fear, fearful of one's life, huge protests against the Catholic Church. And while all this is going on, Newman, of course, could experience worries and fears, but deep down, his soul was at peace. And we ask St. John Henry Newman to pray for us tonight. Maybe we're discouraged. Maybe we're fretful. Maybe things are not clear how they're going to turn out. Maybe we're anxious about the future. Maybe we're being persecuted. Maybe we've done something bad. Maybe we're not sure how the consequences of our actions are going to play out. Maybe we're not sure how we're going to feed our family or support our family. Maybe we're not sure how our classes are going to go, our exams are going to go, our job's going to go. Lord, we put all of this into your hands and we ask St. John Henry to pray for us. We might be committed to your will and therefore find peace in our friendship with you and joy in knowing that all things work for the good of those who love God. 
the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.